Hello friend, I created this podcast because I want to serve busy souls like you, looking to up level and live your best life. I chose 9 minutes because everyone has 9 minutes and the number 9 signifies serving humanity, good karma and providing a positive example. In this podcast, I connect you with some of the most influential and successful people in the world who are excited to share their number one advice or success tip with you to help you live your best life. Hello, we are back for season two and I want to share with you what I did this summer and I have a special guest conscious here to share and recap our summer trip. Hey, Naveen. How are you? I'm excited to be on the podcast. We went to Ukraine. Kanch, why did you want to go to Ukraine? Naveen, I'm always looking for a place to go all the time. And um, I was looking for a place, first of all, that's open. And second of all, that not a lot of people think of going because I feel like when we go to places like that, they don't have as much of the American influence and you can really experience that country's culture. So I was looking for a place like that. And then you mentioned Ukraine, right? So why did, why did you want to go to Ukraine? The reason that I want to go to Ukraine is that I read an article from Western A. Price and it really talked about nose to tail diet. They're still doing their ancestry way of eating. So I want to go there um, and embed it myself and see, experience it and taste it myself. So when Naveen mentioned all of this, I was like done because it fits both our criteria. Here we are. We've never, we would never would have thought to go to Ukraine and so it just fit the bill so let's talk about the nose to tail diet before that just imagine a big warehouse and they have vendors um butchers right like stalls and they were like 20 at some some areas 15 at some areas but the most impressive part is how clean it is. There's no blood. There's no flies. Um, and no smell too, which is so shocking, right? For raw meat. It's very shocking how the, the meat is right in front of you, but there's no smell. It's super clean. And that was very impressive. Number one, as soon as you go and then we went to a few markets and everyone was like that. Then number two is that every single part of the animal you could buy from the brain to the tongue to the liver kidney feet organ no part of the animal was wasted and it was just very impressive to see and it's just very pretty to see it um so no to tell is that you know all the organ meats like the liver has one of the most nutrition nutritional dense food in the planet and it was kind of weird i think a lot of people would feel weird seeing that stuff because we are so not used to seeing that right like when we go to the grocery stores all we see is chicken breast chicken leg and like very sort of sanitized meat like going there and seeing like the livers and the tail and the tongue too right so we like 
for both of us, we were just excited because we were like, oh my God, this is so cool. We get to see weird stuff. Like for us, it's weird. It's not weird for them because it's their everyday food. Like they eat this stuff. And like you said, it's such a uh, big deal because it's so important that we eat different parts of the animal for different nutrients, right? So that was really cool. I want to share with you one of the funniest stories that happened to us at one of these butcher show shops. Actually, can't you're the best at telling that story. So we were, we were walking around, you know, looking at all the meat and there's a lady that had like different types of salamis and cured meat. And I wanted to, and you could go taste any amount that you want. So I wanted to taste uh, one meat that looked interesting. And of course, we don't speak Ukrainian and they don't speak English. So Naveen always had your Google Translate. So in the Google Translate, we asked her, what meat is this? And of course, she didn't know how to use Google Translate back. So she's telling us the answer in Ukrainian and we are looking at her very blankly, right? So finally, like frustrated, she goes, Like, so saying that it was the pig, it was so funny. We bust out laughing because, you know, as humans, we always somehow figure out a way to communicate. So we found out the meat that I wanted to eat was made from a pig. (laughs) Speaking about people, people being funny. So our first impression when we went to Ukraine was that, wow, nobody makes eye contacts. Nobody say good morning. And we were kind of like at awe. Yeah, we were kind of like, oh my God, this is weird. Nobody's like saying hello or even looking at us, right? So I think um, like originally or in general, uh, we would have thought, oh my God, how rude, right? But then one of the things we realized is number one, I think it's because it's, it's not in their culture. Like in our American culture, we are just used to saying hi to strangers, but it doesn't just because they don't do that, it doesn't mean that they're bad people. That's just not how they operate, right? But I think one thing we realized is the moment you actually go and talk to them and like maybe ask them for help, they're so helpful, right? They're so, so nice and so helpful. Yeah, I think it's it's one thing with us was the language barrier. They just didn't know anything, no English at all. So not even a good morning. They didn't, they didn't want to communicate. And like Khan said, like anytime we stop somebody or Uber driver, um, or ask, ask, for directions. ask for direction, they try to help us. Uh, so they're very kind, very nice people. It's just because of the language. They just try to like stay away almost. I th- and I think it's their culture because of their history. They're very, they've been taught to be very suspicious of people. So I think that's why they take that stance. And as foreigners, like that's where we need to be open-minded when we go to these countries, just to understand their culture and not have like, you know, immediate impressions of them without really knowing them. One of the best things that help us to get over the language barrier is, is Google Translate. That was a lifesaver. <laughs> lifesaver, you download it, then you don't need a Wi-Fi or nothing. If you have it, it's perfect, but it's truly a lifesaver and the communication is so much better. It's fun. You get to talk to the waiter at the restaurant and just laugh at each other on what's going on. But I think one of the challenges though we had, which we did not realize was the Ukrainian language, although they have like, a, a, like the alphabet, like our alphabet, but they have other symbols. So like we would try to put directions on like Google map 
and we couldn't because we couldn't type in those addresses, right? Because we didn't have some, their, like their alphabet. So we had to like cut and paste the address from wherever we are going. And even then, like we had some issues. So those were the many times where we had to ask like Ukrainian people for directions. That was interesting because even like the first day we were trying to find a restaurant, like this very specific restaurant we wanted to go to because it had authentic Ukrainian food. We literally walked around that block for an hour because we were looking for the restaurant name in English and it was in Ukrainian. You remember that? Yes. <laughs> and Kanch and I said we want to go to countries that aren't touched by Americans. Ukraine is so untouched by Americans. That's not an English word, English street, English name anywhere to be found. I love that because I thought that was so much fun. Just it's an adventure, right? Like, so for example, remember, um, so we would go to a bakery and so we would put the whole the Google translator to find out what kind of pastries these are. And of course, it wouldn't translate sometimes. So the adventure was just buying all these different pastries and then trying to figure out, oh, what did I buy? What's inside this? It was just so much fun. Kanch, let's talk about what cities we went to and our highlights from these those cities. So we started out in Kiev. And then from there, we went to Odessa. Uh, the reason why we went to Odessa was because I wanted to see the Black Sea. So we flew over there because we actually looked at driving, but it was just too long. Like we didn't want to spend our vacation driving the whole time. So we went to Kiev, Odessa and Lviv. Those are three uh, places. And Naveen, I think your favorite place was Odessa, right? My favorite activity in Ukraine was in Odessa and that was dolphin therapy. So dolphin therapy is, is a real deal, um, especially for, uh, for kids and with, with the dolphins, ultrasonic waves and their sound, it's just healing, right? Um, I, on show notes, I will put some links for, for you to take a look at it and how well they heal. But me just touching the dolphin, dancing with the dolphin. I you just, get to swim with them, I right? get to swim <laughs> with that and I knew the therapeutic effect. It just, it's in really incredible how loving they are. It's just really incredible to touch and feel and swim with them. You should have seen Naveen with the dolphins. He could not stop smiling the whole day. Naveen, you want to talk about you uh, dancing with the dolphin and spinning? Yes, and that's one of my most amazing memories in my life. So first time I hugged the dolphin and, and literally, so I got long arms and imagine like they're barely connecting and that's the size of the dolphin. So you like hugging a big tree and then dolphin just turned, spinned around for about 15 seconds and it was fun. And then the, the trainer gave another sign. The dolphin spin so fast. I actually got dizzy and I was like <laughs> trying to get onto the, uh, the edge of the pool and the trainer had to give the hand and it took me a, a, like a second to like catch my breath. It was so much fun. It, it's, it's incredible. And so this is called dolphin assisted therapy. That was really neat. I think one of my favorite experience was um, actually also in uh, in Odessa, where we went to the opera. Uh, we saw a show called The Masquerade. We were actually trying to go just see um, a tour of the opera house because it's supposed to be as beautiful or even better than the opera in Vienna. And then we found out like we could get like 
seriously good uh, uh, seats for like 15 or $20. So what we found out was that um, like the city funds the opera so that everyone could experience the art and culture of that country. So they make it very affordable. So we actually got to see an opera in this amazing, when I say amazing, it's just so ornate and so beautiful that that opera house was so gorgeous and we got to see it for such a a reasonable price and to see such high quality opera was just incredible right what are some other unusual things that we saw in ukraine um i think the one thing that i think we both enjoyed was seeing these old ladies um in the markets and also along the streets selling what they grew. It was so cool because there were people like imagine big old ladies uh, selling five carrots or maybe like two plastic cups just of berries. Literally, this is they just plucked it from their house and they're coming and they're selling it. And we were like so awed by this because they were literally selling five or six things. Right. And we loved it because we were like, this is so genuine. This is so authentic. It's homegrown food. That's why they only have five. Right. It's really homegrown. And I think for them, it's a way of interacting with the community, uh, making some money, just getting out of the house. Uh, literally picking up, you know, it, some people sold flowers and just could be like one vase. Some people had like, can't say like three tomatoes, two cucumbers or honey, or it's just so beautiful to see. Yeah, that was really neat. And the other surprising thing were the churches. I couldn't get enough of the churches in Ukraine. Um, them sort of, I think, orthodox. So the churches are so beautiful. It's like when you walk in, everything is gold-plated. And it was just so on it. I would just go into every single church. Naveen was like, oh my God, like we are going to another church because I just couldn't get enough of it. I would just go into these churches and sit and just sit in awe. It was really beautiful to see those churches. And a lot of energy. You could see, feel, good see energy, the good right? energy, the powerful. The, it seemed like even the air was cleaner. Uh, speaking about another surprise that just popped into my mouth, my mind is uh, really about the mouth. So we ate, um, never ate this before, tongue, beef, tongue. Beef tongue. And we had... Um, At some kind of brain. I don't know what animal. No, but we had another animal's tongue that I can't even remember. Veal. Veal. Veal incredible what i'm talking about if if somebody's if, if they put that in front of me right because it's like almost like turkey slices yeah i will really think it's turkey slices it's like fresh turkey slices we just i literally ate it like as it is so what it is is that they boil it and sliced it um they have different sauces but you could eat it like without any without sauces. eating any salt so that was really cool to uh try it because you know obviously in america you can get that just walk into a restaurant then we tried brain um that i think universally we both hated it (laughs) that's the only food we did not like was brain it was just squishy and weird i just couldn't get the texture 
we don't know if it's the restaurant thing or we don't know if it's how the brain tasted, but we tasted it, we tried it, and we just want to say we didn't like it. But so, but we got to try it somewhere else somewhere the second else. time because that's the rule, right? You got to try every unusual food twice just so we know for sure that we don't like it or not, right? So, Navi, uh, I know it's time and we need to wrap up. What's the biggest takeaway for you from Ukraine? One of my biggest takeaways from Ukraine is um, I think when we went to Lviv, we went to CrossFit and going to that CrossFit, literally, there, there was no signs, no nothing. Somewhere in a warehouse, you got to go through a muddy road. We get there and then how helpful pe- the people are. They are, even though they can't speak English, they're really trying hard to help us get back home. They're trying. They offered us rides when yes. they found out we are new to Lviv, right? They're offering us rides. They're offering us like where to go, what to eat, uh, recommendations, and come back tomorrow. So one of my takeaways is that, you know, when foreigners come, especially, um, you know, we are living in D.C., that we see people let's go out of our way actually that's my takeaway for this podcast let's go out of our way to help these people who come from another place another city and because it's the reciprocity right that the boomerang effect what we put out what we get we help someone when we travel someone else help help us out it's just such a beautiful thing no uh thing to do and see I think that's my biggest takeaway coming from Ukraine too because as Americans, we um, I think Ukraine generally has a bad rap because of the association with Russia and we had very per- sort of preconceived notion about Ukraine and Ukrainian people and when we went there, again, like the first impressions, you can't take first impressions. Then when you get to really know the people, you realize how beautiful those people are, what good people they are and how helpful they were to us. So Naveen and I had this conversation several times, even after we came back from Ukraine, to really remember to help out-of-towners and go out of our way to help foreigners, just even helping them uh, give them a ride or give them a recommendation. Because when we go to other foreign countries, people are so nice to us. I feel like as humans, we need to help other humans and that's a great way to uh, help each other. So that's our takeaway and please put Ukraine in, in your bucket list of places to go. Definitely. Thank you for having me, Naveen. My pleasure, Kansh. Thank that was you so fun. Much. That was such a fun trip. That was a lot of fun and a lot of fun to do the podcast with you. Thank you so much for listening to this entire podcast. If you are the kind of person who loves to help others and you found value in this podcast, please do share with your friends and your family. I know if you found value, they will too. I believe we should always strive to be the best version of us. Let's pay it forward and help more people. If you would please leave a great review on iTunes or the podcast platform you are listening, I'd be grateful. That will enable me to reach more people to serve, people who are looking for their next level of success in life. Together, we can transform the world. If you have any questions or suggestions, please reach out to me at podcast at and through my social media.